Welcome back, everybody, to episode 20 of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and I am here with Taylor Salem. Woo! 20 episodes. Sorry, that was probably a little loud, but... Um, Taylor really likes number 20. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's, uh doesn't feel like we've done 20 episodes, which is a good thing. It's true. It's true. I mean, we could probably have done more episodes in the time oh, that we've totally, been totally. around. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. We are on ageofthenerd.com. Uh, the site is flooding with new articles daily. Yes, sir. It's been picking up lately. Yes, sir. We've been trying to pick up the pace a little bit and uh, and give you guys like more of a... Um, well, you guys meaning the readership of the the website and hopefully some of the listeners of the podcast a little bit more to chew on um, every day. So uh, there's lots of good stuff at the site right now. There is news every day, mm-hmm. and we... We'll cover it every day. Yes, sir. Uh, before we get into nerd news, all we have to do is roll those sweet, smooth jams. Wooka wooka. We got some nerd news for y'all. Yes. If I was a cowboy, that's what I would have said, y'all. Uh, the first thing we got is uh, Furiosa. Yes. Is uh, looks like she's driving over franchises right now. She's going from Mad Max, and she's gonna drive into apparently Fast and the Furious Eight as yeah. the villain. As the villain, interesting. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I um, I feel like at this point. You know, Charlize may have just boxed herself into movies only involving cars or car chases. (laughs) Um, It's okay. Vin Diesel did that a long time ago. I don't know. Well, I guess you could. Riddick is probably the only exception. I was going to say he has triple X, but that also involves car and chases. Lots of explosions and lots of cars. Lots of explosions. Um, Which just, it's funny just looking at that. Uh, Did we talk about it last time, the Vin Diesel thing? Yeah. Okay, dude. uh, Every time I think about that, it makes me laugh, man. Not like the most recent episode, but like we've talked about it in the past. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I'm excited. I think it's a good change of pace for the the franchise, which up uh, up until this point has pretty much had uh, male antagonists. Um, so it'll be good to see her stepping her foot in there and seeing like what you know what they can actually do different. Ronda Rousey you know. was in the last one. Yeah, but she wasn't like the main like. Oh no, true. She true. wasn't the Jason Statham of the you know that. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who who would be your favorite bad guy from uh, the franchise? From the franchise, I I really liked Jason Jason Statham's character. Um, I also liked his brother, the dude from the from the sixth one that um, the, I think it's Shaw. Yeah, or yeah. something like that that he plays. Um, it, uh, I thought Luke. Uh, shit, what's his name now? Luke Evans. Luke Evans was really great in that one. Um, although I think five is my favorite. That one, in retrospect, looking at it through the lens of like the villain, actually kind of has a pretty weak villain. Was that the one where the Rock was the bad guy? He wasn't really the bad guy though. He was kind of like the guy that was chasing them, but yeah, then yeah, sort yeah. of like teamed up with them. Um, but yes, I guess you could maybe consider like he the doesn't rock team up with them until the next that. movie, right? No, and he teams up with them in the same movie. Oh, he does. They like they kill all his men, and then the rock's like, "Well, you saved my life, so I guess I owe you one now." 
from one muscly dude to the other. Yeah, exactly. But they have to fight before that agreement. No, of course. Like they they got to get sweaty and fight. Yeah, the, he had to get the uh, the baby oil going, you know? Did you bring the baby oil? Because <laughs> so I brought funny. some, if you don't so have funny. any. So funny. That, that joke in the... Um, I think it's the sixth one where Tyrese, like the the walk rex walks in behind all like the main cast, uh-huh. and Tyrese before he sees him, he's like, just, just smells like baby oil. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I remember that's so that. perfect. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that's a good joke. Um, I think that she would do a pretty good job at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's definitely got the chops for it. It's just a matter of like, um, you know, are they gonna do? Um, something different with the character than what they've done before because they've done this the whole revenge thing a couple times now. That's like the whole. Um, that's like the whole franchise. Yeah, I think six was really interesting in the sense that all of the bad guys were sort of like doppelgangers for all of the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it, it's it's stuff like that that kind of refreshes it and makes it a little more interesting and not just like some dude with a vendetta or like some dude that wants to like. Get the the date, you know the dance mock dance mock eh Davis X Machina. I can't fucking talk. They're just gonna take her character from monster, yeah, and put her in a car, <laughs> and have him have yeah. have her. It'll be a chase cross, them around. Think about it like this: a cross between Furiosa and her character from Monster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's like her. It's 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 her character from Monster, but with one hand <laughs> and with black paint on her face. Exactly. That's yeah. it. And then she's like. She's not bald, but she doesn't have super long hair, so it's you know sort of in that middle. Parts region. of her are bald. Yeah, exactly. It's bald patches. It's really spots. patchy. Yeah. Um, I you know it's 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 not news that I mean apparently we wanted to talk about it because it's been five minutes, but um, I it's like not it's not really. Yeah, I mean something well, that I care about that much because I'm I'm actually sort of annoyed that they're making a whole like another trilogy. Yeah. No, it was it was funny. I saw the announcement. Like they made the announcement that like part eight's gonna come out in twenty seventeen and then or twenty eighteen and then and there's one in twenty nineteen and there's one in twenty twenty one and it was the the the, the tagline was so bad it was like ten films, two decades, one saga. And I was just like, <laughs> Oh my god. Did Vin Diesel himself write this? Like He's did like, they guys, not guys, pat- I got this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like no, 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 no. We don't need the PR people. Like, I'm good. We don't need to show this to anybody. Let's just post it. He busts. He busts into the boardroom and he's like, "What is this meeting?" And they're like, "Oh, we're trying to come up with a, a tagline for the franchise because there's like ten films now." And he's like, "Why the fuck would you do that? I already wrote you one." And they're like, "Well, you know what, Vin? Like, we're gonna like, you know, like we like yours, but we're gonna like maybe come up with some other options." And he flips the whole table. And it's not like a coffee table <laughs> like this. It's like one of those long like boardroom, boardroom tables. tables yeah. He flips yeah. the whole boardroom table and yeah. he just points at the door and everybody leaves. And he's yeah, like, he, we <laughs> have a tagline. He flips the table and someone's attached to underneath the table and they're actually the person that says the tagline. It was all a ploy by Vin Diesel all along. No, he, had, he, had, he had gone in and spray painted the tagline exactly, underneath yeah. the table. It was all premeditated. Yeah, he flips it and then everyone's really scared. Of him yeah. and he's like, no, no, no. I was trying to prove Look a point. Look down. Yeah. It's, it's, it's right there. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying uh, to show you the tagline. That's so funny. Sorry, that was Dom talking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We'll see yeah. how it works out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Next piece of news. Mm-hmm. Um, Deadpool isn't even out yet. Yeah. And it's no it's no new trick uh, of the studios to greenlight sequels before the movie even comes out. Oh yeah, it's this not is, new. Yeah, no, yeah, of course not. Decades, uh, yeah. But that is 
may may have been the fear for some fans uh, because people are worried about Deadpool not doing well because it's hard yeah. R. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like uh, it's it's been in development hell for so long. Yeah. The, the, like the reason it wasn't made for so long is because they didn't think it was gonna do well. Yeah. Um. But and it comes on on Valentine's Day, which <laughs> you know. I used to think that's the perfect I mean, time. No, for I it. I think it is too. I mean, personally, I'm gonna take my girlfriend to go see it on Valentine's Day. Like, oh, exactly. there seems like no other option as far yeah. as I'm concerned. But. I know a lot of people that would be like, I probably don't want to go watch a bunch of people being killed and, and, and stabbed to death right after I've eaten this meal. You know what I mean? Instead, I want to go watch somebody get flogged and yeah. uh, scream daddy because yeah. that's not equally as violent or sexually depraved. Um, no, but I, I actually really enjoy the uh, marketing material that they've been putting out for Valentine's oh, Day yeah. where it's him not in the Deadpool suit. It's just him as like Ryan Reynolds. Oh no, and I haven't seen that. You haven't seen it? Oh, it's, dude, it's, it's a big, huge billboard. Uh, I, I I forget where around here that I saw it, but it's got like pretty lights on it, and it's just like him and um, B- Bacharin, like uh, oh yeah, M- like, Marina, Bacharin. yeah, like uh, like holding each other, and it's all pretty lights, and it says like a true love story, Deadpool. Oh and, like, my god, it's like <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I think I know. It. Yeah, it's like a still from the movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like when they're in the arcade or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, but so it's funny, dude. <laughs> it's 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 the trick those people are into like going the, and seeing it. The, I think that's the one still or scene from the movie that I've seen that is like Ryan Reynolds just as like his normal yeah, self. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, so Deadpool two has already been greenlit. Yeah, um, which is really cool because, like I said, like people are worried it may not may not do well, but you said it was projected to make how much? Yeah, I mean, a lot of insiders, from what I've heard this 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 the, this weekend, because it is a holiday and it is Valentine's Day, are projecting Deadpool to make somewhere near seventy five, possibly even eighty five million dollars in the weekend. Granted, that's for four days, um, which you know is longer than normal, but uh, it's pretty good for. No, it's that's that's fucking excellent, yeah. dude. Let's put it this way: that's more than Prometheus made in its opening weekend. And Prometheus, that it wasn't. Me. It wasn't good. I mean, it, there was good. St- it wasn't it, it, what we hoped it would be. But for being an Run hard at a right angle, no, totally. Lived. But for being a hard R movie to make uh, more than fifty million oh, opening weekend is a huge accomplishment. So if Deadpool can make seventy, eighty-five, like that's fucking massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that opens the floodgates for all of these smaller characters to start, you know, becoming a little bit more mainstream, you know? Yeah, I think that it's really, um, like you said, it's like opening the floodgates, but it's like Pandora's box. Like, people didn't really know who Ant-Man was, and then there's an Ant-Man movie, and now yeah. everybody fucking loves Ant-Man. Yeah. People didn't really know who Deadpool was, and now they know who he is, and, like, everybody's super folk- fucking stoked to see the movie. Like, yeah. people are going to be excited if you just bring a character out and be like we're making a movie about it yeah well and be true to the character too oh, i yeah, think yeah, is yeah. you know obviously is what um as what we've learned is you know just being true to the character um is probably one of the biggest things yeah. that that makes you know a movie um and it, it's not necessarily that it makes the movie good or bad but it, it like shapes sort of um immediately like our opinion on the movie you know whether yeah. like we see it they they do something that doesn't align with what the character is about um, <laughs> Zack Snyder, um, <laughs> you know, it's it. That's that's when things start no, to man, go but awry. Zack because Snyder says that Man of Steel is totally Superman canon. It is uh, <laughs> okay. 
Did you see Max Landis' thing where he was I just did. like, I don't know what this means, but I'm not trying to talk shit on Zack Snyder. Don't get mad at me, Zack Snyder, <laughs> but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look, Max Landis writes a Superman comic book. Yeah. Zack Snyder does not. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we untrust. It's funny. Uh, but with the talks of a Deadpool sequel already happening, yes. um, uh, the internet was swirling with uh, who's going to be in it, what's it going to be about, blah, 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 blah. And it was um, confirmed that uh, Cable is going to be in Deadpool 2. Now, awesome. Cable, the son of uh, Scott Summers, Cyclops, and Jean Grey's clone, Madeline Pryor, uh, sent to the future to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's a whole thing. He sent to the future to protect him and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He uh, he comes back. He's, you know, he's got a bionic eye, bionic arm, bionic whole bunch of shit. He is a fan favorite in the comic books uh, because he's just a fucking badass. Yeah, uh, and he's Cyclops' son, so that's fucking cool. So, in, in in to put it into terms of something people may know a little bit more about, he's basically the Marvel equivalent of um, Cyborg. Am I am I wrong? I don't know who that is either, but yeah. But, but uh, he's a <laughs> member of the Justice League. I mean, people should more people know who he is than who fucking Cable is. Probably he's like a time traveling cyborg. Yeah, there you go. Um, but so he is the leader of a group called the X Force, mm-hmm. which is kind of uh, like a hitman squad equivalent of the X Men. Like what the X Men, what what Professor X won't approve of the X Men doing. The X-Force. The X-Force does that instead. And so he is the leader of the X-Force, and so that brings up, like, the joint piece of news here is that Ryan Reynolds really wants to make X-Force a priority into being, like, the next film to be made. Yeah, that's basically the way Deadpool was his priority for the last five years. X-Force is now that priority. Exactly. With Deadpool Um, 2 happening, no matter what, his next priority is the X-Force movie. Yeah, which, which which is interesting because I think the fate of X-Force is not necessarily dependent on the Deadpool movies, but actually more dependent on how Suicide Squad does. Because if Suicide Squad does good, then they're going to be like, oh, make the X-Force movie. You know, like studios will greenlight the shit out of that. Yeah, if, true. If, if, if Suicide Squad is successful. Not trying to compare the two, but I think it's the closest thing to something no, like that. No, of course. That, yeah, yeah. That will determine the future of if that movie actually gets made sooner rather than later. Yeah. The like I guess the main difference is, is like the Suicide Squad is villains. Yeah. And like the X Force, like they're not bad guys. They're just No, they're just their the morals are a little yeah. less um concrete. They're just mercenaries, realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um but I I mean like I I think it's super cool news because not only is Cable and Deadpool both in the X Force. There's a lo- uh, there there was a long running comic book called Cable and Deadpool. Like they are like synonymous with each other. Like, if like you think Cable, you think yeah, you think the X Force, but you think Deadpool, yeah. and that's why like a lot of people were hoping he was gonna be like in this movie. He's not, um, but it he he is synonymous with Deadpool. So it's cool that um, we didn't get him in the first movie, but it's cool that they're thinking about him. Yeah, enough to give him to us yeah yeah totally and my question is especially with such with such uh, such strong ties to the x-men universe how they're actually going to tie that in and will that be the thing that like ties deadpool like very very closely to like the x-men canon because from what i've heard in 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 deadpool is that 
you know, there's like Colossus and there's yeah. sort of references sort of hidden throughout, but yeah. there's it, it is very much its own standalone movie. Like yeah. they're not there like referencing like next time we're gonna bring Wolverine along, you know, that kind <laughs> of shit. It's like um, you know, it's very much its own thing. So it'll be interesting to see how they try to bring those two universes together, even yeah. though it's one universe, but No, of course, and how um, do you Without so like they're they're appeasing fans by bringing cable into the universe, right? Mm-hmm. But then how are they going to? Is he going to be Scott Summers' kid? That's, like, that's are they going to stay saying. true to the character, or like, is he just going to be a, like a time traveling, yeah, like, cyborg man? I think I think based on what they've done with this movie and the care taken to sort of like keep things as as true as possible. I feel like that would be their perfect opportunity to tie the franchises together. You know, like yeah. there's nothing that would be more um, uh, sort of uh, natural than that. You know what I mean? Because it's a very easy conclusion to draw. Um, They're going to have so to make yeah, a bridge I mean, between Apocalypse and whatever new X-Men franchise comes next, though. Yeah, that's because that's Apocalypse is basically like... They, what, is it like the 80s? It's, still, set, right? it's set in the 80s, so basically we have like the 90s that we haven't seen. And yes, there's other stories interspersed between these sort of prequel trilogy yeah. that we've seen well, now. Well, the end of Days of Future Past, when they retcon fucking X-Men 3 that never exactly. happened. Um, you're going to have to bridge, because we see Colossus and... Deadpool. Yeah. There's gonna have to be another X Men movie after Apocalypse. That's like a standalone X Men movie to bridge. Yeah, well, especially because, like, for instance, with Colossus, it's different. It's different actors too, which yeah. it's inconsistent, you know. Um, but I think the last couple X Men movies, on a side note, have just done a really good job of like tying up all the inconsistencies within the X Men universe because Brian the Singer, canon. Man. The canon was just fucked after First Class. Like, as much as I love First Class, that movie did not do the franchise any good as far <laughs> as, like, keeping a logical, consistent timeline of things that happen and connections that are made, you know? I just imagine Brian Singer sitting on his couch somewhere and looking at it and being like, they're not going to be able to fix this without me. Yeah. <laughs> well, they <laughs> I got to go back. <laughs> the funny part is he was supposed to direct First Class, and he had to do that stu- – he was contracted to do Jack the Giant Slayer, that – horrible piece of shit that awesome movie uh so i mean look he 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 is he's the only one that uh should have come back and fixed it anyway because he's the one that fucking left and fucked everything up in the first place yeah he's the one that that, that's his own fault it's he's a master of his own destiny he's like all right all right fine i'll I'll fix it i'll just um i'll just next time i see brian singer i'll just point him to that giant tub of unsold superman merchandise he has in his house (laughs) because i've actually heard that's a real thing really yeah he has this giant container full of like superman returns memorabilia that never got sold good i fucking hope so (laughs) it's just so sad that's what he gets for ditching x-men 3 um okay so x-force fuck yes yeah uh deadpool 2 fuck yes Mm -hmm. cable Fuck yes. Yes. It's <laughs> and it's awesome. Like how could you not do an X Force movie now when you're introducing like Psylocke yeah. in X Men Apocalypse? Like mm-hmm. that's half the fucking team of that's that's more than half the team of X Force right there. Yeah. Like you're you're set. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. No, I think that's the whole team. Uh you got Archangel, and I'm talking about like the uncanny X Force because there's a lot of different iterations of the X Force and they don't have all the characters. In yeah. the universe that they've created right now, but you got yeah. you got Hark Angel, Psylocke, Deadpool, and then you like you throw Cable in there. He wasn't in the Uncanny, but like yeah. you just put those four together. You add a fifth for fun. You're good, and like you're fucking set. Like cool, you've introduced man. more than half the characters already. Yeah. Like how could you not do it? Yeah, 
Um, and Jeff Wadlow, who directed Kick-Ass 2, was supposed to be working on an X-Force movie over the past, like, what, like three or four years? I and like hate that guy. hasn't been canceled yet. It's just we haven't heard anything. So Ryan Reynolds is the man to, like, fucking make this happen. Yeah. Since no oh, one else fucking can, dude, apparently. I'm sorry, I can't get my mind off Kick-Ass 2. That movie is fucking awful. Hey, man. I hate that movie, dude. I enjoyed it for what it was, which was... Uh, a Kick-Ass 2 movie. Yeah, no, but the problem is is Jeff Wadlow was like, this is better than Kick-Ass 1. This is the best movie ever. I made a great movie. Well, that dude no, directed Never Back Down. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah, like, exactly. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Fucking Michael uh, Chai White or whatever. <laughs> Look, he... I, I, I read Kick-Ass 1, 2, and 3 in all of their glory, and mm-hmm. I... Watching Kick-Ass 2, I just enjoyed it because, like, it was a super gory rated R kick-ass movie totally like, totally I, mean, I was into it for what it was was it a good movie fuck god no yeah no not at no. all i'm not gonna be like hey not like the first one where you're like this is a great one. fucking movie you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly okay moving on we talked about that for a long time yeah. um taylor yes wouldn't it be super cool if we were introduced to like new stormtroopers but what do you mean by new stormtroopers? Like like as like they did in the uh, the Force Awakens, like no, like, like new, new but diff like different or just completely different altogether. Completely new, like, like a new classification. Yeah, is what exactly. You're saying. Not like a new helmet style yeah. or you know like we had snow troopers. In, I would be down Hawk, as like, fuck for that. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, good thing it's fucking happening. Oh, in uh, Rogue One, yes, it's been leaked that there are a couple new stormtrooper classifications. One of them is called the Death Trooper. Death Trooper, okay. And it's an all-black helmet. Um, okay, we got to remember to actually put this picture up, because every time we say we're going to put something up, we yeah. don't fucking put it up. Yeah. I'm going to put this up on the post um, it, so you guys can see what we're talking about. There's a Death Trooper helmet, all black. Apparently, all of their outfit is just completely black, so it's kind of like a heavy trooper type thing, and apparently all the actors who have been cast as Death Troopers are over six feet too wow. so like they're just huge giant. i wonder i wonder what their purpose is obviously death like signifies <laughs> uh, something bad but <laughs> what exactly their purpose is you know because what that i mean obviously people can't see it until they, they, yeah. they go and look it up themselves or see it in the in the post but to me it looks like um you know those stormtroopers in in a new hope that were like alongside vader that had like the black helmets that were in the tie fighters yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of what it reminds me of you know like an earlier version of that so I mean I don't I, I'm not exactly sure like what to think about it, but the design is fucking awesome, so I, yeah. I'd be happy about that. I, th- I think the way I would classify it maybe as you know how like um, I would say stormtroopers are just kind of like the army, yeah, right? They're just like the foot soldiers that go on the ground and they yeah, yeah, are yeah. cannon fodder. They go out on the front lines and they die. And mm-hmm. maybe the death troopers are more like super. Like high class green beret, yeah, like like KGB um, looking motherfuckers, Marines like, kind of thing, yeah, or like, like Navy like, Seals, yeah, like Navy Seals on crack, like, yeah, they're like just the, meant to just the specialized badass people that go in and like do those like crazy situations, exactly. Or they're like, hey, you guys see that uh, terrorist cell over there? Yeah, stormtroopers aren't gonna do shit over there. Yeah. Let's send the death troopers. Instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know they can't death hit troopers, anything that anyway. Just sounds so cool. It does. And then uh, on the right side of this picture, there is. Uh, it's it's apparently based off of uh, the scout trooper model of the helmet, but mm-hmm. it's all tan, 
like a d- desert planet, yeah. and it goes right in line with that by being called a sand trooper. That's cool. Um, which is funny because in all of the original trilogy, you just see stormtroopers out in the sand. Yeah, and it's like they don't. Is, but maybe these are like more specialized for like like think of it as like um as 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 um like a like a chameleon kind of thing. It's like yeah, you okay. can see a white stormtrooper in the sand if it's if it. Sort of blends in. Maybe yeah. they're, tr- uh, you know, there's all kinds of tactical yeah, purposes yeah. you can Which use that for. Which you didn't see in the original trilogy was the hundreds of sand troopers behind <laughs> the stormtroopers. Yeah, they were just laying there yeah, motionless. Yeah, they were there. You just waiting. couldn't see them because exactly. they were camouflaged. See, that's, well, they're going to do it. They're going to pull a George Lucas. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case the two stormtroopers got in trouble, there was a hundred okay, sand troopers so behind them. Okay, guys, so to the people making the specialized editions, <laughs> we have to go in and put in all the sand <laughs> troopers now. They were there. You just didn't look hard <laughs> enough. Um, I actually uh, think the Sand Trooper looks a little bit like it's not like okay. So I like the Death Trooper because it's all black and I wear all black all the time. Yeah. Like that's fucking yeah, black's awesome. That's G as fuck. Yeah. Um, but I like the Sand Trooper model a little bit more. Yeah, it's cool. What it kind of reminds me of is that um, what's that? I don't know what you would call it, but that sort of style of helmet that Leia, wear, Leia wears in Episode oh, Six, when like when she the, rescues uh, Han, yeah, and it's like got that kind b- of like bounty hunter. Yeah, it's like a square kind of head almost yeah, or a square me face. Of Leia's bounty hunter helmet mixed yeah. with kind of like what Rey wears when she's exactly scavenging totally. a super star destroyer mixed yep. with a scout trooper. Yeah, it's super fucking cool. Yeah. It's definitely a pretty ingenious design. Yeah, and Gareth Edwards is going on the record by saying that Rogue One is very much a war movie. That's awesome. Which is super cool. Because, like, I mean, I figure like most of these movies are war movies, but when you think about it, they're not. Like, it's not like. You know this. It's not in the I, style of a war. No, film. It, it's. I love that it's that Rogue One is going to be very much like this. Is like the it, Rogue One is going to be um, equi- the equivalent of covering like the Battle of Gettysburg as opposed to covering <laughs> the whole Civil War. Like all the events of the That's Civil really War good, yeah. is the Star Wars like the canon movies, and this analogy. is going to be like just about Gettysburg. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's that's the Saving Private really Ryan of the Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I'm, um, I'm extremely excited. So yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm pumped, dude. They cast a uh, a supermodel by the name of uh, Eunice Olumide. I don't know if that's how you say it. If uh, if it's not, I'm sorry. Okay. But they cast her uh, in the movie, and she said that she has a small feature in Rogue One. Uh, she doesn't have any lines or anything, but she's quoted by saying, uh, I got to wear this really outlandish costume and run through a bar while a tank comes after us. About 20 stormtroopers pile out, and there's lots of explosions. So, like, yeah, if a tank so is, like, crashing through a bar trying to catch this one person, like, it is very much a could war this movie. Could be a bar that we may have seen already in the Star Wars universe. Do, 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 exactly. <laughs> We're seeing stand, sand troopers, and it's about the, the Death Star. Like, <laughs> Did you know that that style of music is called jizz? Yeah, jizz. <laughs> I just jizzed in the mic for all you guys. Music. You're welcome. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm super pumped. I will remember <laughs> to post this on the internet. Yeah. Uh, because they look fucking awesome. They do. And uh, I just don't... I can't... What I'm really excited to see is, like, for instance, like, okay, we've seen the helmets, but what does the rest of the costume look yes. like, you know? Yes. And it's something that... Here's the thing, is um, st- the, the the Star Wars universe so far has been very good at keeping things under wraps, mm-hmm. right? So we're not going to get anything leaked until they want to show us. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they're showing us these helmets... For a reason. Oh, yeah. They um, want to keep people's interest up, especially since this is the, like the first sort of like 
um, so, quote unquote non Skywalker film. So yeah. it's like something uh, characters people don't know and love and stuff like that. So I think they really got to go the extra effort to like try to put a little bit more information about this than they did The Force Awakens. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll decide to show us. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be some Disneyland event, and they'll be like, "Come look at the new stormtrooper outfits." Yeah, dude, it's kind of crazy that, that we're gonna get Rogue One in like ten months. Less than a year. Ten months, dude. That's pretty awesome. excited about it. Less than ten. Mo- well, more than a little more than ten months, actually. Um, it's cool. I would calculate. I would calculate that into days, but I'm not gonna. Well, don't you have the app for that? No. No. Didn't you have that Star Wars app that told you how like it did the countdown? Oh yeah. Remember? I just meant I wasn't gonna count. I thought you meant. Did I have an app that calculates? No, no. I'm saying the Star Wars days, app. Like, like maybe no. they maybe maybe they haven't put that countdown yet uh, up yet because it's. Right. <laughs> that was the sound of my Star Wars app opening. Uh, we got uh, three hundred nine days, five hours, thirty seven minutes, and forty five seconds. Until Rogue One. Until Rogue One. Cool. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Star Wars Episode Eight is 673 days, 5 hours, 37 minutes, and 37 seconds. Uh, there's a London celebration. There's, yeah, okay. That's all they're showing. Uh, this <laughs> day in Star Wars history, uh, Phantom Menace 3D hits theaters in 2012. Oh my God, I went to see that. How dare you? I didn't pay for it. <laughs> and the only reason I went was to see the Duel of the Fates in 3D, which is actually really great. But my strategy was to just go in um, like halfway through the movie. <laughs> so I paid to see another movie, finished that movie, and then jumped in right at the, the for the, the Duel of the Fates and then left. Hell yeah. So yeah. All right. I support your decision then. Yeah. It um, was worth it. Still think Qui-Gon Jinn is a Sith, but... <laughs> I've never heard that theory. <laughs> we'll have to talk. You've about never that heard time. that theory. No, I've never described you my Qui Gon Jinn no, as a dude. Sith theory. Never. Oh man, how Wait, long have we, how, how long have we been podcasting? <laughs> we don't have enough time. Yeah, we do. It's only been a half an hour. We got okay. Only <laughs> so real quick. My Qui Gon Jinn is a Sith theory. Is okay. um, uh, <laughs> so he is one of the only Jedi that really just kind of disobeys the Jedi order. Okay. Right. He kind of does whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, he he very much pushed for Anakin to be trained by the Council, yeah. even though he was too old. Yeah. Right. Um, generally in Star Wars canon, if they were like, "Oh, you're force sensitive, but you're too old," sucks to be you. Yeah. Right. Like you can't be trained. You're too old. Um, he 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 really was like, "No, if you don't train this boy, I'll I'll just fucking do it on my own." Yeah. He very much pushed the Council to accept. Yeah, Anakin totally. Skywalker and um, Anakin turned out to be Darth fucking Vader. I love that we're discussing like the minutia of, of Episode One right now. This is great. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he sensed. I think he. Uh, yeah. you know, I haven't seen Episode One in in, in, in a very long time, but he sensed like uh, no, it, uh, he yeah. sensed the anger in him very early on. Yeah, and uh, and 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 yet he still pushed for them to train him. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest fucking piece of evidence in in the world is his. Fucking master is Count Dooku. Yeah, that's true. That's if true. you have the Force, you have uh, what they call Force senses, right? Mm-hmm. Leia senses Luke. Darth Vader senses Luke. Right? Yeah, yeah, People yeah. can sense. You can feel the presence. If of you're another. a Jedi master, how do you not sense that the person who trained you is a Sith Lord? 
They don't explain the backstory of that, but the argument could be made that he realized he was a Sith Lord and that's when he stopped training with them, or he wasn't a master when he was training with them, so therefore could not realize at the time that he was a Sith Lord. Or the theory is that he was trained as a Sith the entire time. There we go. That That is a little stronger of an idea for me than the other one, but uh, no, that's awesome, dude. I dig... I, I could see someone doing like a video essay on that and being like, here's the reasons why. I'll I'll fucking do it. Fucking do it, dude. (laughs) And the fight with Darth Maul is also very telling if you kind of. Yeah. Darth Maul's not really trying to kill Qui-Gon. Yeah. The entire time. He's trying to kill when 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 he when he kills Qui-Gon, it's because Qui-Gon tries to get in the way of him killing Obi-Wan. Yeah. So, I I don't know, man. I I'm, I'm 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 telling you. I think Qui-Gon Jinn was a Sith the entire time. He Hold pushed on. he pushed the agenda of getting Anakin to be trained because he knew what was going to happen to Anakin, which was the hatred was going to take over. The emperor would take him under his cloak. And he knew that he would turn into Hayden Christensen. Yes, exactly. Horrible actor, seen, but I mean, this Sith is Lord. a total side note, and it's a, a little more political than I'd like to get on the podcast. But have you seen that um, that Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton episode three showdown meme? Yeah, so good, dude. It's fucking so awesome. perfect. I just thought he's wearing love the it. robes. Yeah, and she's like, "You no, underestimate no, no, no. my it's power." Him, it's him and Donald Trump, isn't it? No, well, there's. I think there's two. I oh, saw really? one today with Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders. That's fucking perfect. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was my quick rambling because. Uh, I, 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 you know what? I actually didn't even know about the theory. And then when I heard about it, I immediately was 100% on board with it. Like, they didn't even have to convince me. They were like, his master was a Sith Lord. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, no, I believe you. <laughs> I think like, it's how true. How did I not see this? <laughs> yeah, like, holy shit, you're right. Um, we created a new segment last week. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to let Taylor introduce that while I go grab a beer. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about some idiot news. Stupid people doing stupid things, making stupid decisions, ending up in, in, in stupid uh, ideas and things. So, And what's that segment called? Um, I don't know. What do we want to call it? Stupid given... news. Well, we haven't. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was like sort of the 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 working title, if you will. But I could still do it. Was it stupid news. I don't know. There you go. I don't remember how I did it last time. That's fine. Stupid Stupid news. <laughs> you sound like Christopher Walken. It's <laughs> so right. stupid. The first piece of stupid news that we've got, and this is just news that we 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 read it and I'm like, what the fuck? We call it like what the fuck news. Like what the fuck news? Like we're saying like two news, like what the fuck news? Yeah. Call it what the fuck WTF, news. WTF, comma, news. Exactly. Uh first piece of what the fuck news is uh there's gonna be a live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie. You see, did you see that shit? Well, okay. So here's yes, I did, and apparently it's supposed to be um, live action slash. Yeah, yeah it's mo- a mixture mocap. It's well, sort so of like so it'll be like the like uh, like the live action SpongeBob movie. Oh, I didn't even see you that. But see that, that looked weird. It's like the cartoon SpongeBob characters, but like in the real, real world. world. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I, I imagine that's what they're gonna do with it. But, like, why not just make a super awesome animated Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Why the fuck would you... They're basically trying to turn Sonic the Hedgehog into Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's funny, dude. I feel like there's certain properties that 
are like that were originally started as animated properties that are good to sort of translate to live action. I don't feel like Sonic is one of no, one God, of those no. properties. You know what I mean? Like it's you just know it's gonna be some motherfucker who like owns a hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> dude, this is this is like when uh, when when they tried making um, the live action version of the Grinch. Like the Who people looked weird, oh, and the Grinch looked weird, and like all the like it's just not really meant for live action. I don't think you know. No. Um, no. So it's it's very. I mean. We could classify this as stupid news. I mean, we could be wrong, and the movie could be awesome. I cla- I thought the Lego movie was going to be fucking retarded, and that turned out to be amazing. So we could be wrong. It was a live-action Lego movie, though. If it was a live-action Lego movie, it probably would have sucked well, a dick. Were, it, was, it was partially live-action. Okay, that doesn't count. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's live-action portions It's like of 10% live-action. Yeah, it's not like a live-action film. Yeah. If the, if, if, if the Sonic the Hedgehog movie... Uh, was was animated for ninety percent of it, and then the ten percent was they pulled out, and it's a kid playing the Sonic game. Mm. Like I would be fine with that, but it's not. It's it's going to be a live action movie, so yeah. like I don't think it has a chance to. No, to, and to be, and like, to be honest, movie. like I don't. Uh, the Sonic is one of those characters that I don't think like characters and games that really like relies on story you know what i mean like there's not like i think about sonic and i don't think about story i think about gameplay you know so you know it's like gonna fucking put john goodman in a bald cap and make him be dr robotnik and it's gonna oh look of fucking course stupid. and there was the there was the tv show obviously which i loved as a kid but um again i don't think you could do something like that in uh, live action it just you really can't dr robotnik is john dude that's funny <laughs> john goodman is dr robotnik that's just the first fat actor I could think of. Yeah. Danny DeVito as Dr. Robotnik. There you go. Mm, maybe. He's already right, balding. Joel, top five doc- Dr. Robotnik casting. <laughs> John Goodman. I'm just kidding. Danny DeVito. John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Uh, I don't know. Ryan Gosling. I'm thinking of bald, trying to think of bald, <laughs> bald, big, tall, fat actors. And the only people I can think of are like wrestlers. David Koechner. David Koechner. David Koechner would be a, probably a David pretty Kechner good. David could do it for sure. He would have to drop the, all the shit he does all the know, time. I does he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you, Sonic. Oh, God. All right. John Goodman, Danny DeVito, David Koechner. Um, who's the other bald guy that looks like David Koechner but isn't David Koechner? Oh, I don't even know. Ooh, dude, Corey Stoll. Okay, Corey, Corey Stoll, Stoll would be a good one. Yeah, just because he's bald, but he's actually a great actor. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I can't think of uh, this. Is so impromptu. I had. We're no just thinking like, of bald <laughs> actors right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even like if they would do a good job. We're just thinking of bald, yep. bald actors, bald people. Um, who's the uh, who's the dude in Zodiac that works at like? Like the factory that they go and they like interview him. Oh yes, yes, totally. Just because he's guy. bald. <laughs> yeah, and he's creepy as fuck too. He is super yeah. creepy. Um, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know his name though. I can't remember it. All right, we'll just go with those because we <laughs> didn't really plan this out. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, I am not excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> Until until they that that's like if they until were like, they cast John Goodman, yeah. Until they cast John Goodman, I'm not going to be stoked <laughs> about it. I'm going to start a campaign, John Goodman for Robotnik. Um, <laughs> no, but that's like if they came up and they were like, "We're going to do a crazy taxi movie." I'd be like, "Are you fucking oh my kidding me? god, please do it!" Like that is just stupid. 
Um, that could actually have more story than the Sonic, prob- <laughs> the Sonic movie. Sadly, no, because the Sonic has like at I least know, has characters. I and know, canon, like. I know that was a joke. Uh, the next piece of stupid news, and I'm only classifying this as stupid news because I think that the franchise has ran on for too long. I actually am a huge fan of this franchise because I'm a horror nerd at heart for Same real. Here. Yeah. Um, but I, d- I'm, I'm, I'm just going to classify this as stupid news because I think the world is uh, tired of it. Not that I'm not going to go see it. Not that I don't love it. I think that the world is probably tired of it, and therefore people don't want to see another one. And I'm going to classify it as stupid news for that reason. Okay. And it is um, uh, the Saw franchise is making another movie. Can I take a guess at what the title of this movie will be called? Yes. Saw 8. Probably, yeah. <laughs> or like Saw... They have no ingenuity with their titles. The only one that wasn't didn't have a number after it was Saw, the final chapter. Saw, originally Saw 3D. It was, it was called Saw 7. It was 3D. Yeah, that was... That, I, I actually saw that movie in theaters and it was fucking terrible. So, oh, actually, it's called Saw Legacy. Ah, okay, okay. I'm in. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Um, no, I mean, I just I feel like there's nothing like left for this franchise to say that already hasn't been said. It's been going. So it 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 was going back and forth for a long time. Is it going to be a reboot? Is it going to be a reimagining? Is it going to follow different characters? And they decided that it's just going to be a, another sequel. It's going to be a seaboot. <laughs> um it could it could be a legacy sequel you know what i mean where like they they like hand the the older like the original franchise members like hand off like to to like new people you know yeah, kind of like yeah. they did with tron legacy or um fucking a number of things that they've made in the last five years well everyone's favorite writing duo josh stolberg and pete goldfinger of sorority row fame Ooh, are pen are penning the script yeah don't know who either of those motherfuckers are, but uh, I did see Sorority Row and it was god awful. Yeah, that had Bruce Willis's daughter in it. It did. And Though I will terrible. give these dudes credit, they did do Piranha 3D and uh, Piranha 3 Double D. I'll give them credit for Piranha 3D. Double D was just a, it was nothing like the the previous one. In no, a but bad it way. was what it in a bad it, way. it was what yeah. it wanted to be for exactly. sure. Totally, but it wasn't. I mean. <laughs> There's something about Piranha 3D that 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 makes it worth watching as like schlocky guilty pleasure entertainment. There was nothing like that in Piranha D three double D for me. So I just you know it's it was it was obviously cut down and um, and terrible. The best part about that was was Ving Rhames um, exactly. Uh, with what did what did he have? I think he had like a sh- like something on his leg or like his legs got eaten in the first movie and he comes back in the second one like to to a fucking water park. Uh, he he loses some kind of a limb or appendage. I don't remember. And he has, like, I like a weapon forever. I forget. It's awesome. Um, I I I was thinking why why would they do this, um, and I actually just realized why. Um, <laughs> Lionsgate owns Hunger Games mm-hmm. and the Divergent series, mm-hmm. and both of those franchises are about to end. Yeah, and they're like, fuck. How do we make yeah. money now? Yeah. Oh. Pretty Just much. Go back to what made us famous in the first place. <laughs> the Saw movies. Exactly, dude. Like, um, remember remember when that's all we had? Let's go back to our roots. Dude, it's freaking... Uh, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. 
so like I said, I'm just going to see it because I am a huge Saw fan. And uh, I will watch basically any Saw movie that they put out. Here's the thing. is I was like 14 or 13 when Saw came out. And like it was a tradition for me, man. Like because they were pumping them out. Oh, it's every not like year. you have to wait three years for the next no, like yeah. Spider-Man movie. It was like if it was fucking Halloween, there, there's Saw another movie. Saw movie coming yep. out. And like, for the longest time, man, I was like Saw, Saw one, Saw two. I would just see them every yeah. year. And they were Lionsgate really, really exploded at Comic Con. Like back in the day when Comic Con was still fairly not super popular. Yeah, they, as that's it is now. They... Lionsgate was had a huge presence at Comic Con, man, and it was always like all about like the Saw films. Mm-hmm. And I and I've been going to Comic Con forever. And I like I was that's one of the things I was always super stoked about. I was like like, oh the fucking Saw panel, like 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 the Saw Two panel, the Saw yeah. Three panel. Like I was super stoked about them mm-hmm. all the time. Um so it's really more of a nostalgia thing for me mm. but if they keep putting them out for the next 20 years i'll keep seeing them oh yeah it's like our parents probably still love the friday the 13th movies like fuck it yeah um yeah i mean i'm 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 curious to see what they're gonna do with it but at the same time i'm not like chomping at the bit to go you know what's happening in the next Saw movie you know um so i'm, I'm curious who's coming back like <laughs> no one they're all dead <laughs> exactly um, so that was stupid news. Cool. Um, oh man, there's a Walking Dead trailer. I just saw this online. That's cool. Wish we had seen that beforehand so we could talk about it. Um, what? I heard there was an important episode of football on this last weekend. An episode of football? Yeah, I heard like the most important episode of football premiered. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty huge episode, dude. It's like soup in a bowl. Right? Is that w- what it was called? Yes, it was um, the Campbell's Soup in a Bowl. Nice. Yeah. I can't. I can't pretend like I don't watch football. I've told yeah. the podcast how much I love football. Of um, the Super Bowl was this yeah. weekend. Super and, Bowl Fifty. Uh, yeah. Fifty years, man. Exactly how old Peyton Manning? No, I don't know how old he is, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just assuming he's old yeah, too. <laughs> um, sorry to Cam Newton because I honestly expected the Panthers to just take a giant shit all over the Broncos' faces, and that did not happen. <sighs> well, when you when you give more balls to the Broncos than you do to uh, to kids in need, um, then you can't really blame anyone but yourself. Wow, it's true. They had like eight turnovers in the game, dude. I know. Can blame it. It's true. Can't blame anybody but yourself for that one. So, instead of talking about football, yes. because this is a pop culture podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, pop culture related, right? Yeah, you know I, I mean, I, mean, I guess The Super Bowl's so. a pretty big event, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Everybody and their mom loves something even more than the Super Bowl, and that is Super Bowl commercials. Always yes. good, always a very coveted thing on the internet to watch. Um, and something that studios realize there's always a new trailer for that big upcoming movie Mm -hmm. during the super bowl yeah generally they're actually longer this year i was surprised at how short they were just like really short spots yeah usually it's about 30 seconds they keep them at um but uh yeah i mean i was i was you know as every year just excited mostly for the trailers like there's some commercials that are like okay yeah that's cool or whatever but Um, what I found interesting is how quickly they got, usually they sort of try to spread them out, you know? Um, but this year they actually sort of knocked them all out in like the first 
half, basically. I was super surprised that the Civil War one was like the first one that they had. Yeah, that's like what before, I like, they would like right when the game started, like people were still kind of like, like, all, like most of the people, the party I went to hadn't even sat down to watch the game yet, and they already showed the fucking Civil War yeah, trailer. And like, I was God like, damn it. why wouldn't you do that during halftime? Like, yeah. that's the biggest fucking, like, what, Marvel? You can't show the extra $40 million to have it at the prime <laughs> spot during the Super Bowl? Shut the fuck up. Like, like I was super, uh, I don't know, I, I barely got to see frustrated. it because I was like, oh, fuck, that's the uh, shit I wanted to see that. So I had to, like, look it up on my phone. But we'll start with that one because, uh, because I started talking about it. So the Civil War trailer premiered super fucking cool yeah uh, just a loud crowd chanting like together we stand together we stand together we stand together we fall yeah, together we united fall. we're something like yeah, that, yeah united we stand united we fall yeah and uh man you just see like uh you see a lot you see a lot of bucky yeah man i'm very surprised how big of a part bucky has in this movie which is actually really great because for a movie that was called captain america the winter soldier the winter soldier was not really like in that movie a whole lot you know or is captain america the winter no captain america is definitely the winter soldier (laughs) but on the outset you know (laughs) it has double meanings that's why it's so brilliant Uh, um no yeah so i uh you know I, i i was very um very shocked at how much they're actually showing of Bucky and all the mar- the marketing materials, especially in this one, which is not a bad thing. I, I think no, Sebastian yeah. Stan's really great in that role. Um, the dude's name is Sebastian Stan. Like, what the fuck? You could just get laid from having that name. You wouldn't even have to be an actor. I know, right? Um, I think my favorite part of the trailer probably was uh, the glove. Yeah, he puts the, on... The, the snow glove, as I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., he puts on his uh, his early two thousands emo glove. Yeah, but it's but it's Iron Man suited. Yeah. Surprised there wasn't a Jack Skellington on the top of it <laughs> with like studs around the that wrist. That wouldn't that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, Bucky is coming at him with a gun, and he tries to disarm him, and then he has the 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 fingerless Iron Man glove, which I don't really see how that has any practical use. And he covers the barrel of the gun, yeah. and Bucky pulls the trigger. Yeah. And you really, if you screenshot it, like I saw a meme that said, like, this is when Tony's heart breaks. Like, you can really see, like, oh, shit, he just tried to kill me. Yeah. Like, they've always kind of been at odds, right? Yeah. Like, at the end of Age of Ultron or whatever, like, Cap and Cap and, 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 and Iron Man were at odds, but, like, they weren't really, like, you know... I hate you. I want to yeah, kill you. <laughs> exactly. They weren't really, like, oh, I'm going to fucking murder you. Yeah. And, like, I think this is the moment when, like, Iron Man realizes, like, okay, look, whether or not Winter Soldier is trying to kill him, this is the dude that Cap is siding with. Yeah. And I think it hits Tony right there, like, holy shit, they're trying to kill me. Yeah. Not just, like... They're not just against what I believe and stand for during, like, this registration act. Like, he just tried to fucking murder me. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. It's getting pretty fucking serious in the Marvel universe, you know. Like shit's getting real, dude. Um, I I just love that this is because you wouldn't expect someone like Steve Rogers, this all American hero man. Yeah, you always expect him to stand up what's like for what's right, but he's siding with like this dude that just tried to like arguably the Winter Soldier is like a murderer. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not he's his friend or not. Yeah. Which is crazy, crazy to think about. It's it's brutal. Yeah. And then uh, there's the really cool shot at the end of the trailer where they pull back and they show 
the sides. sides, right? We've known who was on each side, yeah. right? But nothing had ever confirmed it. But we were all right. Well, yeah, and it also just seeing like sort of something from the actual film and yeah. not just concept art, you know. Um, on Captain America's side, cool. we got the Falcon, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Ant Man. Woo! With the new helmet. He's got a slick looking new fucking helmet. Yeah. It looks like uh, some like Hermes wings. Yeah, yeah. On it's his definitely head. like a more uh, more traditional. Yeah. Kind of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. Mm. And of course, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Bucky Barnes himself. Yes. Then on the other side, so that's a pretty formidable, formidable. I would say Scarlet Witch is probably like the most powerful out of all of them. Like that's like their secret weapon. I feel like. Here's the thing, though. You get to Iron Man's side. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I'm saying like it seems so like out. Like the the weight is a little bit uh, off. You know. You got Black Panther, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. Uh. Here's why it's sad. Black Widow is yeah. on Iron Man's side where Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye are like yeah. on the other side. They're against each other, yeah. but they're biffles for life. Uh, not um, for life, just, just for a little yeah. bit. On and off, dude. War Machine, which yeah. is obvious because it, it's Iron Man. Yeah. And then here's where, like, how does anybody stand a chance to do fucking anything? The Vision mm-hmm. is on Iron Man's that's where, side. That's where, that's where Scarlet Witch comes in, and you better fucking believe that this movie is going to lead to them... Doing the nasty, having the or sexual it's, I mean, intercourse. It, it may not happen in this movie, but it's going. They're building to that for sure. There's no other way you introduce introduce those two characters and not fucking have them get together. They're gonna bump uglies. Yeah, it's gonna be our first Marvel sex scene. It's gonna be. He's awesome. gonna throw his mystical hot dog down her magical hallway. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, his his mystical yellow hot dog. Yep. No, yeah, I think that's why they put them on opposite sides because, like, he saves her at the end of Age of Ultron, and that's kind of like a nod to like their comic book relationship. Yeah, and like, of course, that's what's going to happen in this movie. Well, yeah, and that's we see even at the end we see them in the 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 quarter, the, the quote unquote like New Avengers facility training yeah. together. So it, you know it makes sense. What's gonna happen? What's All right, happen, we talked about happen. that way yeah. too long because we got a lot of fucking trailers. We do. What's the next trailer? Uh, the next big one for me was probably. Um, Holy shit, there was a lot. I can't even... Let's see, there was Independence Day. We'll just that talk about Independence Day one. then. Yeah, Independence Day. Uh, I mean, that wasn't the most... Uh, sort of my most anticipated I one. was underwhelmed. Yeah. It looks cool. I like... Uh, it's a classic, classic Goldblum. What goes up must come down. I dug that. What goes up? Giant pause. Must come down. But it's him like... It's him like... It's, it's him not saying it like that. It's like, what goes up must come down? Like it's him, like sort of like <laughs> stating it, but also asking the question at the same time. Uh, it was just classic Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Um, things falling out of the sky. Always that classic scene of a, a giant spaceship destroying a city because it, it's crashing. Yeah. Um, lots of alien stuff. Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Um, I. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, I can't really say that I give a shit. No. I'm 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 gonna go see it because it's fucking Independence Day and I grew up on that movie and I have a serious amount of nostalgia for that flick. Oh, for sure. I but I also realize that it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't think there's a Roland Emmerich movie that I haven't seen just for the sake of like I like Roland Emmerich. Yeah, movies like just, you just for see what they are, like the spectacle of them. You know what? No, he directed a fucking Shakespeare one, right? Anonymous. I didn't see Anonymous. Yeah, I didn't see it either, um, but it was pretty terrible from what I heard. But no, like I've like I saw like 2012 and you know like 
The day of the earth. Yeah. Uh, no, not the day of the earth. It's still the day after tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Jake Gyllenhaal, not Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, no, I just, you know, I see his movies just for the spectacle of what they are. Um, yeah. It gave us a better look at the alien forces, but like, I didn't really expect them to it's change. All, it's all spaceships and shit. Like, everything yeah. just... It looks like the same thing, just newer and more. Um, exactly. So, yeah. Um, that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah, me too. Next um, one. The next one... Uh, that I really was pumped for and uh, really delivered, in my opinion, was um, X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse! Mm-hmm. I literally got chills when I saw this trailer. I wanted to say I literally got a boner, but like then I would be lying to you guys because I didn't get a boner. But I literally got a mental boner yeah. when I saw this trailer. It is... Uh, it's everything you want the movie oh to be. Oh, my God. You see Apocalypse fucking crushing Professor X, which we've seen, I think, in the last trailer, but it's like it's over. James McAvoy saying, like, Apocalypse means to destroy this world, it's, and it just puts so much more weight on, like, the moment. Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> exactly. You see, uh, you see Cyclops. You see Jean Grey. You see Storm. You see fucking Psylocke cutting finally. a goddamn car in half and front flipping into a Dutch shot. Like, yeah, it's a cool shot, man. That's definitely one of those standout shots that I was like, wow, that's beautiful and amazing and awesome all at the same time. Yeah. see a lot of Magneto throwing stuff, which I still don't agree of him being a horseman of the apocalypse, but they're going to do what they want to do. You see Angel, oh man, Oscar Isaac, we will destroy this world. It is. He sounds nothing like Oscar Isaac, by the way. That motherfucker is just an actor, man. Dude, he's like the Brando of our era, man. He's just that guy that's just good in everything. I'm sorry, you want me to be in a Coen Brothers film, a Star Wars movie, and an X-Men movie? All in the same year. All right, well, I don't think... No, Lewin Davis was... Oh, that was... Yeah, sorry. A couple years ago. About Lewin Davis. But okay. like, uh, in five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, fucking A, man. Like, that dude yeah. is just... He's, He's a who's it. who of himself. Him and... and uh, uh, how do you say it? Donald Gleason? Don, Don, I don't know how you say it. Donald, Donald Gleason. Gleason yeah. He was in like Ex Machina. He was in Star Wars. He was in fucking The Revenant. And he was also in uh, some other major movie. And I was like, dude, you're getting around, man. Yeah. They're just sluts right now. Yeah, they really are. Them movie sluts. Yep. But yeah, we actually have a article uh, on Age of the Nerd. Uh, it's a trailer roundup. Yes, yes. That's so actually where we're, we're pulling all our uh, stuff. Uh, I whipped up a little something so that people could see all of the... Uh, Super Bowl trailers that we're talking about in one convenient place. We'll post a link to that too, so you don't have to yes. go and individually YouTube all of these. Yeah, um, it's so much more convenient. Just click, click, yeah. click, click, clicking through them in about three or four minutes. Uh, I give this tiny thirty second spot a fifty stars out of ten. Cool. I I I'm, I was super pumped for it, and <laughs> I'm still pumped for it. Yeah. You know how like we were going through some trailers, like the Batman versus Super. I'm sorry, Batman Five Superman yes. trailers, and like. We would get pumped, then we would get not pumped, then yeah. we would get repumped. There's <laughs> not anything from Apocalypse that hasn't like gotten me soaking wet. Yeah, I would say that I would say that the first trailer, the one we talked about, like from Comic Con and all that stuff, was that was cool, you know. And yeah. then like, I would say that it's as opposed to Batman Five Superman, where it's been a roller coaster. It's only sort of been an uphill, in, in increasing uphill opinion of what this movie will hopefully be. It's just, um, a, it's just every a trailer has ship. just it has just gotten better and better, you know, and shown cooler and stuff. And I feel like they haven't really given away the, too much of the story, which is yeah. awesome. Because and, and like you we're know. so close to the movie being out too. Yeah, 
Do you exactly. think we're going to get a final trailer before May 27th? Or do you think like we've kind of seen what we... Ab- no, absolutely. Yeah. They'll, they'll pull it out and um, they'll probably put it out uh, with like Batman 5 Superman or um, like oh, okay. with yeah. it w- attach it to the movie or attach it to like Civil War because that comes out in April, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so it'll be on one of those two movies for sure. For sure. All Most right, what's next? Batman vs. Superman. Uh, the, the last big, big one that I... Well, well let's actually, do... Uh, there's, there's two more. Yeah. There's let's two more. Let's do uh, Matt Damon first. That's what I was going to next. Yeah. Um, so the first Jason Bourne trailer was finally released, which, which before this, uh, let it be known that before this, this movie was just sort of like called untitled J- Jason Bourne movie yeah. or Bourne 5. So it's kind of cool to see that we finally have a title. Which Greengrass is was like, guys, guys, Jason Bourne. Perfect name yeah. for this movie. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's simple and elegant and, and tells us the characters back, you know? So, um, Especially after the Bourne Ultimatum, dude, where it's like, oh, we're getting another Bourne movie. And then people are like, yeah, this is not Wait, like that's Hawkeye. W- what <laughs> we wanted, really. <laughs> um, but I no, think I think that the, the, the trailer totally sold. sold and there's me. a line from the trailer that I think sums up the trailer entirely. And it's the black dudes being like, holy shit, that's Jason Bourne. Yeah. And he sees him on like the screen and he's like, yeah. that's fucking Jason. And yeah. it's like, that's what we. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yep. yep. Like. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. What is a what is a born movie staple? Uh, car chases. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, uh, action, yeah. but mainly car chases yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the highlight of most of the movies. Where are we getting a car chase in this movie? Oh, Las Vegas. Where? Las Vegas. <laughs> We're getting a chase on the strip, you guys. It's, it's gonna pretty, be amazing. It's just fucking cool. Just looking. imagine. Just imagine that that amazing chase from the Bourne ultimatum that takes place on the streets of New York and transplant that to the streets of Vegas. It's going to be awesome. Like there's a shot in the trailer that, and it's such a simple shot. It's just a tracking shot with the car, like SWAT truck running. Yeah. Running into a bunch of other vehicles. And the thing that gave me a chills about it was the fact that the fucking Bellagio was in the background. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like that was just, it was, I've never seen anything like that put onto film and it's such a simple like idea and yeah. shot and something we've seen a million times before um so i'm pumped you know i'm excited i, I just like, i just uh, hope that it makes up for the born or the, uh, <laughs> the born legacy <laughs> yeah well the uh the biggest promotional still that we've been seeing over the like the course of this movie is like the the fighting the picture with the slate and he's got like the tie around his hand yeah. right or the wrap yeah. around his hand and like the final shot of the trailer is like he goes up to fight this dude and then he just knocks him out cold with one yeah. punch and, and the like, sound effect is like it's wolverine punching someone shit. with the adamantium claws like, it's funny that's just jason Bourne right there yeah, like just totally oh you want to fight me well takes one punch the end yeah uh so i'm stoked for that too yeah all right um final the i mean the, the jason Bourne was sort of like the big one that i was expecting um the final one i really wasn't expecting a whole lot from and that is um teenage me uh, god i can't s- fucking talk tonight teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows which is possibly one of the longest fucking sequel titles of all time the newly revived pop 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 exactly. culture podcast yeah um i did not watch uh tmnt mm-hmm. I, did. I heard it was horrendous it was pretty bad and it was pretty i bad. Really, when I saw what they looked like and I heard that they were aliens or whatever, Michael Bay, I, I 
had no interest in seeing it. And so I just didn't. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the trailer come on during the Super Bowl, and I was like, oh, great. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. Yeah. And then the floodgates of my pants opened up. <laughs> From of our childhood nostalgia and, as well. And <laughs> uh, we got to see Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to see fucking Krang. Mm-hmm. We saw motherfucking Krang. Krang. That's like if we... That's like Marvel... That's like Marvel fanatics really wanting to see like a MODOK. Yeah, like, dude. It's like, oh, it's, like sh- it's like our MODOK. Like we yeah. we want to see MODOK in a movie. Mm-hmm. We saw Krang, just a six foot weird looking bald dude with a fucking glass center, and he taps on it, and the fucking eyeball. Mm-hmm. I I was like, holy fucking yeah. shit! I loved it. It's Krang. Loved it. Um, and really, they didn't give much away in the trailer. But the fact that they showed Krang, I am gonna have to see this movie. <laughs> they immediately like. Unfortunately, it's that it's that famous meme of like, "Take my money now" from Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> like, just take my fucking money. Like, uh, I yeah. man, like I didn't have any interest in this franchise. And then there's fucking Krang, and then mm-hmm. Rocksteady. You see him fucking crashing through all the cars in the tunnel, yeah, or whatever. It wasn't Bebop in the trailer in this one. Too? I, I don't remember seeing Bebop. That's okay. why I just said Rocksteady. But gotcha. like, maybe he was in it, and I missed him. Um, yeah. But you no, know, yeah. But it's the duo of Bebop and Rocksteady are going to be in this movie, which is which is kind of crazy that they're busting out like all the big guns in this movie. Here's you know? what I wanted: I wanted them to make it that kind of out of the box TMNT movie the first time around, and they yeah. didn't. And like, yeah. if they had just gone all out, like here's a fucking pig and a rhino, like for the first time, like they should have just gone crazy. Yeah, it was it was the first time around, yeah. and they didn't. They played it too safe, and like now I think that they're really, like they're ready. Yeah, yeah, and you know the thing the thing that's interesting is like all of the the guys who played the turtles, like Jonathan Liebsman's not coming back. There's a new director, and the new director and all of the turtles made it a point they they made a point to to learn from the mistakes of the first movie. They yeah. all realized they they didn't make a good movie and they've proclaimed that and they said, you know, we're trying to make it up to people and we're trying to do this the right way, you know, and that's something that I'm like, up oh, fucking I'm in. Yeah. You know, like you, you don't also have to see, say no more. <laughs> you also see a fucking hockey mask we wield in motherfucker mm-hmm. Casey Jones. Exactly. You see Casey Which Jones I'm in the trailer for. too. Yep. Look, man, I don't want to see a fucking TMNT movie where Shredder is like somebody's dad and he's angry and he's a robot and he's in like the last yeah. what half hour of the fucking yeah. movie. I don't well, give a shit about that. I want to see a TMNT movie where there's fucking turtles, <sighs> pigs, yeah. rhinos, a dude in a hockey mask yeah. and a giant bald dude with an alien in his fucking stomach. Yeah. That's what I want to see if I'm going to see a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Exactly. I think the biggest problem for me for the with with that movie like on a story level was the fact that they completely changed the origin of the turtles. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating, dude. Um, and there's nothing they can do about it now, unfortunately. No, but the fact that they're like, all right, we made some bad decisions. Like, let's move forward and try to make it better. You know, that's 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 what I'm, you know, that's all I can really ask for. Splinter wasn't in the first one, right? Yeah, he was. He was? He, he, was, he wasn't, he didn't have a big part, but he, there's a, like a fight was scene. Was he a rat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, um, a, there was a fight, there was a, like a sort of, uh, Second act fight scene between Splinter and Shredder. Okay, all right, cool. I don't well, remember. I think it. he survives the f- the first movie. 
I'm pretty sure he does. Fucking better have. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to. This is the shittiest part. Now I'm gonna have to fucking. There's there's actually there, the I'm gonna movies, have to watch the movie's the movie's not one. wholly unre- unredeemable. I'll show it to you when we get done with this. But there's actually a scene that's not spoiler at all. That is like the best scene in the movie, and it has nothing. It's just is total it the one where they beatbox in, in the elevator? The elevator scene, dude. It's yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's, they, it's the best scene in the whole movie. Do you remember the uh, 2007 animated TMNT film? Yes, I don't remember it very vividly though. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember too much um, about the plot. Fun fact, man: Captain America is the voice of Casey Jones in that movie. Chris Evans. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that isn't that something? That's a trip. Um, I so yes, I am uh, fucking a man. I am extremely excited. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly excited, right? <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting this. And the fact that fucking Stephen Amell from Arrow is playing Casey Jones. Like, yeah. I don't watch Stephen Arrow awesome. very, but he's fucking kick-ass. Yeah. Like, I'm super excited about that, too, man. Yep, yep. Shit, um, who so the fuck would ever think that I would be excited, excited for, for a Michael Bay-produced movie? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, moving on, uh, some other small ones that we can just sort of talk a little bit about. Of course, there was a Deadpool TV spot, which we've yeah. had enough discourse about that movie that we can just move past that. Uh, another one was uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I don't think we've actually discussed on the podcast. Have we have we? not. Okay. Um, so for those of you that, that don't know, J.J. Um, Abrams secretly, uh, slyly in front of all of us, produced a fucking movie without anybody knowing about it again <laughs> that motherfucker and that is uh i guess a sort of pseudo sequel to cloverfield um uh, they're not re- they're being very coy like a um, loose sequel it's very loose sequel it's not the same characters it's a different location but it does have the name cloverfield in the title so uh one can you know one can assume that it's sort of um will be set in the same world around the same time just from I the perspective of dr robotnik characters. is in this movie ah he is John he Goodman. Is, but he's not redhead in this one, damn it. Nor does he have a crazy a mustache. mustache. Or a ginger mustache, dude. Uh, That's the best. And Ramona Flowers is in it. Yes, which I'm very excited for. And also, um, this is the uh, directorial debut of a guy that I'm very fond of, Dan Trachtenberg. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. He did the Portal No Escape short oh, film. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Fucking yes, yes, excellent. Yes, yes. That's that's how he got this movie was from that yeah. Portal short film. But he used to do a podcast called The Totally Rad Show. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No. It, it was a video podcast that happened uh, that they had to... He basically... They had to quit, uh, cancel the show and stop doing it because he started making movies. Because um, he's too fucking cool now. But, you know, like the other co-hosts have gone on and done uh, yeah, you know, yeah, other yeah. shit. But, uh, but yeah, he's... Uh, he's uh, you know, I'm, he, I think he's going to be a good find, and I just really hope that he succeeds this, with this movie because I thought, you know, he showed a lot of promise with the um, with the Portal short film. So, uh, other than that, not too much. Like Alice through the Looking Glass, I don't think anybody gives a fuck s- about that. I didn't that. even see it. Neither did I. I didn't. I posted I it. I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't take the it. time to watch it because I. Yeah, I just. I don't care. Uh, Gods of Egypt. That's the new Gerard Butler. Um, Alex Proyas directed movie. It looks. It looks worse than Exodus Gods and Kings, and that's, you know, that's... I came out of my fucking room one day, and Pat was sitting on the couch watching fucking Exodus. Exodus? Really? I was like, the fuck are you doing? (laughs) He loves to watch shitty movies, I was like, how, why? Yeah, why Why waste your time with this? Why are you doing that? Watch The Martian, dude. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. I I sat here and watched a couple seconds of it, and I was like, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why would you even do this yeah, to yourself? So, so possibly the worst film since since um, since that atrocity, Gods of Egypt, um, set to come out soon. Uh, I don't even know why I'm promoting this movie. Uh, the Jungle Book, uh, John Favreau's that latest one. Cool. I was, you know, I'm interested. Um, I think, you know, the, for the most part, what I can tell, the movie looks pretty photo real, so that's cool. But you know, in five years, we'll probably be singing a different tune as far as the effects are concerned. Oh man, that CGI is so bad. Yeah, dude, you. I mean, shit, dude. You look back on some CGI in the early 2000s and look at that, like that first Ang Lee Hulk movie. Oh, <laughs> that CGI is fucking <laughs> terrible, dude. So, oh, that's horrible. You know, it may look good now, but, you know, um, I'm interested. Uh, I, I, it looked I'm, really beautiful. It looked beautiful, but I'm not like, I have to go see this movie. You know, I think the movie's not really geared towards me. It's geared towards kids. But the thing interesting uh, that's interesting to me about it was that it seemed way too serious to be a kid's movie. You know, like it seems like like the Dark Knight of yeah. like, like they're trying to take a tone like, you know, that, that Dark Knight tone and like put it into something like this. And it's like, he's not the naked have to be native so boy we dark need. And brooding all the time. Like, but the naked we just native have a boy we fun? deserve. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, it, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. Um, and then finally, the last one, uh, Eddie the Eagle, which is the inspirational true story about an Olympic hero. Um, the main reason why I'm interested in this is just to see how Taron Edgerton done, uh, does, who was you know wonderful in Kingsman. And Eggsy. Yeah, and I, exactly. And I think he has a pretty solid career ahead of him. I think he could very much be like a... Um, oh, my God. Who am I thinking of? Um, uh, Dane DeHaan, that kind of... You okay. know, a, a better-looking Dane DeHaan, <laughs> but just as good of an actor. Um, and Sorry, Maybe Dane. a little bit less of a crybaby. Sorry, dude. You're no fucking uh, Zac Efron. Um, Sorry, Harry Osborn. But you're an awesome actor, so hey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that was the last one. I, we'll, we'll s- that th- Those... Those last two that I named are coming out this month, so I'm sure we'll have something up on the site about it. Cool. Soon. So Yeah. Speaking of the site, yeah. Uh that concludes uh that was like the last thing we had to talk about, really. And Indeed. we've gone way too long. Yeah. Um, go watch them uh on ageofthenerd.com. Yes, sir. Where we will be posting this podcast as mm-hmm. well as iTunes. Yes. Um so please go yeah. and subscribe. To the podcast, give us a review. We've gotten six reviews so far, not bad. All five stars, thankfully, nobody hated it. Um, But I mean, if if you do, you know, even if you guys don't want to give us a five star review, you know, anything helps. Uh, At the end of the day, we're trying to sort of, you know, get word of mouth and get a little more exposure and um, a review of any kind helps us to do that. Yeah, so. we're not just trying to elicit five-star reviews from exactly, everybody. Yeah. We just want uh, feedback. And yep. uh, we want... Look, it really is kind of selfish, though, because the more reviews we get, uh, the higher in the rankings and iTunes we get, the easier it is to search for us. Yeah. Um, so please go and subscribe to the podcast. Review it. Uh, go to agentnerd.com. And uh, I'm the LA Nerd on Instagram and Twitter. So go do that. And I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves, here with Taylor Salen. Later, you nerds. Peace.